Hi, I'm Kinsley. And I'm Alyssa. And today we're covering a case about the Papine sisters. They're French, trying to pronounce it right. It's two sisters that worked as live-in nannies. They spent seven years working for the Lancelin family. Until one day, they decided to brutally murder two members of the family. This is The Ugly Truth. And like I said, we're covering the Papine sisters. Just to start off, here's a little bit of family background, get a little bit of a vibe on who they were. So Christina Papin and Leia Papin were their names. Uh, Christina was born March 8th, 1905. Leia was born September 15th, 1911. The two were born in Le Mans to Clements Dere and Gustave Papin. So their parents dated for a while until Clements, their mom, had an affair. Uh-oh. And then they found out she was pregnant. <gasps> so Gustave found out she was pregnant. I'm pretty sure the kid was still his, but like it definitely was an eye-opening thing. Oh. And so is this a third kid or one of the girls? This is a third kid. This oh, is the okay. old there's an older sister. Okay. Um, but Clemens was pregnant, Gustave found out, and he was like, I'll forgive her. And then they decided to get married. So soon after they had their first daughter, Amelia. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Clements and Gustave definitely had a rough marriage. Uh, Clements was constantly having affairs. Just due to infidelity, their marriage ended up ending. Wow. That's rough. I know. Kind of saw that one coming, though. <laughs> yeah. When Amelia was nine or 10, it was alleged, we don't know if this is for sure, but it's alleged that her father had sexually assaulted her. Oh, no. Yeah. And so after Christine and Leah were born, their mother was deemed unfit to take care of them due to like some psychological issues some mental health kind of stuff. So they just sent them to an orphanage. They sent them to their aunt and uncles first. And then their aunt and uncle were like, we don't want to do it. So they got sent to an orphanage, all three of them. Oh no. And it was like a Catholic orphanage. So like there was nuns there. It was like one of those orphanages. Oh, okay. And Amelia, the older sister, when she was 15, decided she was going to join a convent, become a nun, and she just cut off all relations with the family. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> and a few years later, Christine decided she also wanted to become a nun, but her mom was like, I don't approve of this, and, like, forbade her of doing it. So their mom was still in their life. Yeah, so she still had communication with them, as far as I'm aware, but wasn't allowed to, like, have complete custody. But she still oh. visited them in the orphanage, and which is really sad, honestly. What happened to their dad? Why didn't he take care of them? Because he supposedly sexually assaulted the daughter. Okay. okay. So he was probably also unfit. Wow. So yeah, Christine wanted to be a nun. Her mom was like, absolutely not. And she was like, but you've been learning in this orphanage. It was also kind of like a school, like almost like a boarding school kind of co like concept. Okay. And she was learning housekeeping duties and just like any household chores that she would have to do eventually in adulthood. And so her mom was like, why don't you just try to be a live-in maid. Like, then you'll have a house to stay at, food, and you're just working for them. And so she decided she would go that route, and Leia also decided to. So both of the sisters, they 
loved working in homes together. So they would always try and get jobs with each other whenever they could. But that wasn't always the case. Sometimes they worked separately. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So in 1926, the two found a job working with the Lancelin family. And that was together. They both lived there. Lancelins were a family of four. The father's name was Renee Lancelin. The mother was Lonnie. And their daughter was Genevieve. They also had an older daughter, but she was married and, like, out of the house. There's not much about her other than that. So, yeah, from an outside perspective, everyone was like, dang, these sisters are getting the best life they can. They're living it up. Because this family was, like, very upper class. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're housing two extra people in your house. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they work for you. Right. But it wasn't all, you know, as good as it seemed on the outside. So, like I said, it all seemed great, but we're working specifically for Renee, and he never once spoke to them. They worked for him for seven years. Never a word? No. How did they know what they needed to do? Right. So, instead, Lonnie, the wife, she communicated with them, but she didn't speak to them either. She wrote things down and communicated with them through writing. That's so weird. (laughs) No, I was like... No wonder they had, like, no. a little bit of bad blood yeah, with I them. Yeah, I feel a little disconnected. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, he never spoke a word to them. All of their duties were given through writing. And she was very much perfectionist, like, demanded perfection. Oh, no. Yeah, she even had these things that they called white glove tests, quote-unquote. And she would basically walk around with a white glove, touch little edges of the windows, check for dust, and, like, would get super pissed if there wasn't a clean finger on the glove after that so she was very 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 but much like how did she show she was mad if she didn't talk to them did she just like write maybe a really angry like, letter maybe <laughs> she's like you are the worst she's like clean, clean it better better <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe maybe when she was really angry she would just yell at them like maybe yeah. that was the best way to get it across oh that makes more sense than writing an angry letter right but <laughs> anyway that was just curiosity yeah so you know working for them for seven years Finally, the day of the murders, it was super stormy night, and Lonnie and Genevieve were going to a relative's house. I think it was their aunt and uncle, like Renee's sister, Um, and they were having family dinner, basically. So they went out for the day and went shopping, and then they were like, we'll be home late tonight, going to family dinner. And one of the tasks that the girls had throughout that day was they had to run to some sort of repair shop for an iron. Like, their iron was broken. Okay. So they had to run to a repair shop, pick it up, and they went to plug the iron in and, like, make sure it was working in. As soon as they plug the iron in, it blows a fuse in the house and all the power goes off. And so, like, instantly their minds are like, Lonnie's going to kill us. Like, she's not going to like this. But they kind of take a deep breath and they're like, we'll light some candles. They're not getting home till late tonight. When they get home, it'll be dark anyway. We'll, like, just fix it in the morning kind of deal. But this is like literally a movie. They get home early. Oh no. Earlier than expected, middle of the day from shopping. They go to drop their stuff off. And she's pretty pissed, like per usual, being yeah. Lonnie. So they get home early. She was not happy. They found out one, the iron was broken still, which didn't love that. Then they also found out the power was completely out. She lost her mind. And for some reason, her losing her mind, this was like the final straw for Christine. 
And Christine flew into this violent rage, like freaked out. She's like, I'm done with this. So she grabbed a pewter jug and I don't know what that is. I'll show you a picture of it. It's a pewter jug. It's like this metal. Oh, it's like a metal milk. Pitcher. Pitcher. Yeah. It looks like a big metal pitcher. So she grabs this. I'm assuming they're in the kitchen in this moment. Right. Makes sense to me. (laughs) Context clues. Right. And she just throws it over Lonnie's head. Hits her in the top of the head with this pewter jug. Oh my gosh. And so, of course, the daughter is standing right there watching it happen. So the daughter, Genevieve, she runs over to her mother's side and is freaking out. And she's like, what are you doing to my mom? (laughs) She's freaking out. Why did you just hit her? Right. And so... Yeah, it was a mess. But then Christine, instead of taking this, like, concern, she was like, I'm going to massacre them. She yells that. (gasps) That's what she screams. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So, and Leia was upstairs, I guess, at this moment. She was, like, in in the attic. That's where they stayed. They lived in the attic. So, Leia hears it, runs downstairs. Christine is screaming, I'm going to massacre them. So... Leia runs down and also starts attacking the mom. <gasps> Just, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny, but why in the world? I'm like, as a sister, would you just go down and immediately be like, yep, this makes sense. Let's just kill them all. Right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. What a great role model the older wow. sister was. Yeah. Amazing. So uh, along with saying, I'm going to massacre them. When Leia gets downstairs, she basically egged Leia on and was like, smash her head in and rip her eyes out. That's what <gasps> she was screaming. <laughs> And this is all, okay, this is all direct quotes that Christine stated in her, like, statement during an interview later. She said that this is what she was saying Oh my gosh. So Leia agreed with that, bashed just Genevieve's head in, and started ripping their eyes out. So they're not dead at this point. Oh. Yeah. That makes this way worse. Right. Mom's on the ground, got knocked with a pewter jug. I'm sure Genevieve had the same thing happen. Got knocked to the ground. Then they ripped their eyes out. Like, I don't know what they used. I don't really want to know what they used. Yeah, I would I would like to leave that to my imagination. Yeah. Well, not really, but, you know. Yeah, imagination can take you a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, at this point, both the mother and daughter are still alive. But they're helpless. Like, they can't see. Their eyes have been ripped out. I'm sure they're in pain. There's not much they can do. So the sisters gathered several objects, like one, the pewter pewter jug, pewter pot, whatever it's called, um, a hammer and a knife and started like stabbing and hitting them over and over again until they finally just stopped making noise. And they were like, they must be dead. And this crime scene, like it left them completely unrecognizable. Oh my god! I do have a picture of the crime scene. It's kind of hard to tell and it's kind of gruesome and I'll leave all these pictures linked in the show notes but like oh my god their faces are like not faces no anymore like that's oh my gosh and the pictures are really blurry they're black and white there it's old pictures yeah you can't even tell at all but like even look at the mom look at her legs they look like they've just been like sliced over and over oh my gosh these girls had some pent up anger anger yeah like this is like i don't know signs of a psychotic break but like to the max right this was insane holy cow so after the murders the girls know they've done something terribly wrong and it all kind of sets in like we just killed two people so they decide to just go upstairs 
into their little attic room, turn off all the lights, light a single candle in their room and just sit there and wait for like the inevitable. And I'm like... That's so creepy. Yeah, something about that. Like, you're leaving the bodies in the house. Oh. All the lights are off. All the doors are locked. I they like locked all the doors. It gives me the chills. Yeah, and so... Remind you, this is when Genevieve and Lonnie are supposed to be at family dinner. And they never showed. So, obviously, Renee, the husband, is kind of freaking out. And so he goes home because they never showed. All the doors are locked. He can't get into the house. I guess he doesn't have a key or something. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's around this time frame, they didn't really lock doors much because there wasn't, I mean, there was crime, but it wasn't as like. Yeah. And in the town they lived in, it was like almost like a country town. They lived like off a dirt road quite a ways. So they probably didn't worry about it. But they called the police and the police had to break the door down to get in. They, this is really weird and it didn't give much context. Police walk upstairs and find the sisters naked in bed together. So I don't even want to know. I did not want to know. What is happening in that situation? Because at first it just says they're sitting around a candle. So did they at first, like the police, did they see the bodies? Like did there, was there any information? Like they saw and then immediately went upstairs to find the So yeah, in the sources, there's not like a direct example or like fact of what they saw first but i'm imagining they saw them oh yeah and then we're looking around for like who did this because their bodies are mutilated on the kitchen floor because i wonder if your first instinct would be the girls did this or would you think somebody came in the house and they were going upstairs to look if the girls were okay right i don't know that's That's fair Yeah. yeah Yeah, in my mind, I'd probably be like, someone broke in, where are the other girls? But yeah, then when the you find okay. them alive, naked in bed together, which is a whole other Oh my goodness. Thing. I just, they must be real close or something, but. I don't know. I, that also, I've, I've heard that happening before. I don't remember what case it is. But it was like, they were trying to be like, pray out to God and like, seek him because i guess they're catholic so mm. i don't know right this weird i don't think there was any God of that can... in this situation <laughs> yeah. i think it was just like well we're kind of screwed so we're just gonna wait so but yeah when the cops found them they have this whole story about how it was self-defense so i don't know in what sense you would ever need that amount of self-defense like you took their eyeballs out <laughs> right oh my goodness so this case it was kind of controversial, honestly, because they were still arrested because the cops were, were like, we see past this lie. Right. It's clearly you. And during the trial, many people sided with the sisters. They were like, this is an issue of class struggle. And they were treated so poorly by this rich family. And they were like lower class girls. So this is a class struggle issue. So many of them like sided with them and honestly didn't think they did anything wrong. Which is shocking. Like, I'm I, sorry. What? Yeah. Like, yes, of course, there was a lot of class issues. And this probably started as a class issue. Mm-hmm. However, right. you killed two people in, like, very brutally. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way that we fix things. Like, that probably just made the, like, rich people against people that were of less wealth mm-hmm. way, like, it made it, it way more intense between them because... Now people are probably questioning whether they should have maids or not because they're probably going to kill them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that was a concern, honestly. Class struggle is like 
our bosses won't speak to us and instead they write to us like that's class struggle in my opinion right. that is like discrimination for their class right. for their like lower wealth level but this is just murdering someone in cold blood yeah you literally just snapped and decided wow i'm gonna massacre literally that, those are verbatim your words i'm right. gonna massacre them like that's that is more than just a class issue mm-hmm. yeah so many of these individuals at the time that believed it was like rebellion against their masters because of class issues. It was like some pretty like far up people, like some people that were also very wealthy. And so it definitely had an impact on the case and on the trial. Oh no. But the defense also argued insanity, an insanity plea to the sisters or in regards to the sisters, which I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, like... Yeah, I guess they would have to be insane to want to do that. And, like, it just switched. Like, what I said, like, maybe it's a, like, psychotic break, but because they just snapped. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't justify their actions. Yeah. Like, they still did it at the end of the day. It's like saying a serial killer can plea insanity, and then they get to go walk free. Right. And and this, at this time period, there wasn't really, like, tests of, like mental stability or anything so right because when was this again it was like 1950 i think okay but the jury is basically the ones who decided and they reviewed it for several hours and then they decided the sisters were sane and of stable mind and that they were guilty right so christine was charged with murder and was sentenced to death by guillotine Ooh, that's how you know how old this is like yeah guillotine guillotine. And Leia was seen as just an accomplice, and so she was given the sentence of 10 years of hard labor. That's what it said. So, like, is that not prison time, or is that prison with hard labor? What does that mean? It just says, given the sentence of 10 years of hard labor. Huh. Well, I would feel like what she was doing before was considered hard labor, so, I don't know. Right. Who knows? Maybe it means more, like, physical labor more than what she was already doing. Interesting. And while Christine waited for her punishment in the holding cell, like, you know, basically death row kind of deal. But I think it was a lot quicker here. Like, you just have to go cut someone's head off. Right, that makes sense. Because I think that was pretty much most of their punishment was death. Yeah. They're like, well, you clearly are not in the good genes. Bye. You killed someone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So while she was waiting in the holding cell, she lost it. Became completely unhinged. She tried to claw her own eyes out. (gasps) Ironic. Mm -hmm. And... They put her into a straight jacket for that. Then, because of this, they changed her sentence to life in prison. So, I don't know if they were like, this proves insanity. So, life in prison. Wow. Instead. But she just decided to starve herself while she was in prison and ended up dying of starvation in 1973. Holy cow. That is willpower. Mm-hmm. I truly do think she's probably insane because she literally just snapped. I, I think also, it was definitely like, a psychotic break for that sure. That is so stubborn to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'd rather just basically kill myself. Yeah. Like, have, oh my goodness. That is insane. Yeah, it is. It is pretty crazy. Holy cow. And after eight years, Leia was released on good behavior from her hard labor punishment. Wow. And following her release, she went to live the rest of her life quietly with her mother under a fake name. So just assumed a different identity. Huh. And that was pretty much it. Wow. So yeah, that is the end of the Papine sisters case. 
that was a wild one. Yeah. Let me show you a picture of these girls too. They're definitely like, <sighs> yeah. When you look at I them and know what they did, it's oh like, oh my goodness, they are scary looking girls. Yeah, they just look angry in my opinion. They just look. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's Christine. Like, her eyeballs are yeah. so scary. I can't, I can't even look at her. Like, she's so scary. Yeah. You guys definitely need to look at this picture. because Yeah, the way they so much stare context. at the camera, it's like enough. You know. They are very scary looking people. Yeah. It was just a formal portrait taken of them. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> we don't approve. Not a fan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but that's basically the case. I know it's not too too long or too crazy, but it's something I've never heard of. I've never heard of this case. No. So, wow. I thought it'd be interesting to cover. That is really interesting. At least there was justice, because I feel like yeah. last week's yeah. case like just left me very upset. I know. <laughs> very angry about the lack of anything that happened. Yeah, there was like, not, okay, not a lot of repercussions in that case, for sure. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, if you have any recommendations for a future podcast episode, any cases, missing persons, mysterious deaths, we'll do it all. Um, again, our email is pod.theuglytruth at gmail.com. And all my sources are linked in the show notes below.